When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another episode of Courtside Fracker. Today I'm joined by three kind of merry men, I guess. We'll find out as the pod goes on. I'll start with you, Harold. Been a while. How you doing, brother? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. You know, AD's back. LeBron's soon to be back. Hopefully, normality will be restored. L's on L to your teams, man. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll talk about the record since AD's returned, I guess. Uh, That'll probably take the smile off your face, but good to have you on. Uh, Nii. Probably the man who's pushing this death for MVP agenda across all social media platforms currently. How are you doing? I mean, it is what it is, isn't it, man? I mean, like when he's an MVP, playing an MVP level, best player in the league, it comes naturally, isn't it? I even got to say too much, to be honest. It, it kind of yes. carries itself. Sure, we'll, we'll tear that apart this pod, <laughs> I think. That'll, that'll be one of the main things that I'm getting out of today's pod. How you doing, man? Well, me? Oh, yeah, man, I'm good, man. I mean, my team's a bit... It's a bit iffy, 500 team, but, you know, hey, man, we move, man. I hear you, man. Uh, Shaq, last but not least, Shaq. How you doing, Shaq? I'm good, man. You know, my boys in Brooklyn are, are top. Um, Sorry? So, yeah, like, we're, we're cool. Sorry? Your boys where? Nah, Shaq, <laughs> allow it, man. Shaq, <laughs> allow it, bro. Please. Please, Shaq, please. please. Jay-Z for so long that I got ties, you know? No, Shaq, please. Now, real, now, real. Nah, you got to respect please. it, man. It's seen us lost to the Hawks without Trey Young. And <laughs> hey, I hear it, man. That's a Will Smith thing, innit? That's not me. Like, <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, cool. no, I'm good. Great, great, great. Um, so just a reminder for those of you who may have not noticed yet, but we have moved across to a shared stream, Touchline Sports Stream, along with two of our sister pods, Pitstop Fracker and Ringside Fracker. Our pods will still be up there. If you're interested in dabbling a bit of Formula One, a bit of boxing, give them a listen. And if you're just there for us, that's fine too. Um, before we get into the meat of the pod, let's have a little catch up uh, this last week. As you mentioned, Harold, since you mentioned him, Anthony Davis has returned for the Lakers after a good few months out with injury. Um, two losses, uh, seven of 29 from the field in those losses. Uh, <laughs> 35 and 25 at the moment, you guys, fifth seed in the West. Uh, Game ahead of the Mavs, who you lost to uh, last night. Um, g- give us your thoughts. What's going on in Lakerland? Um, <laughs> you know, hold it? on. Just before you answer, do you remember <laughs> when LeBron went down? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, if people aren't careful, they'll end up a sixth for seventh seed. And the disdain in which you, we ain't ending up no sixth for seventh seed. Um, it's looking, it's looking really real right now. But sorry. Back, back to you, Harold. Do you know what? Before AD came back, we were actually looking fairly adequate. Like, we were just under a 500 team without both Bron and AD, and we were actually looking all right. 
Amy's come back now. <laughs> he's stinking up the place. <laughs> he's absolutely stinking up. But look, he's, he's, got, he's got he went down with what was a calf slash Achilles injuries, wherever they tried to hide it as. Um, yeah, he hasn't looked like his normal self. He's still good on defense. That's I think that's natural to him. He's 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 stroke will come, I guess, with with more game time. He played 60 minutes in the first loss, and against Maz last night, he played about 28 minutes, something like that. And yeah, that. It, we weren't we we were very good. We we went into we went into the fourth tag game and capitulation as normal. Drummond had tried to have a fight uh with uh Dorian Smith that didn't really work out too well. Uh look, whatever. I mean, <laughs> we'll we we'll, we'll be okay. I'm more impressed with the fact that without both AD and Braun, we were actually an adequate team. I thought I thought we'd be way worse than what we are. Portland are who Portland are. They can be as good as they like with um what's it called? With a Dame, but they're they're, they're the worst defensive team to be involved in in, in the playoffs by far. Um, we'll be all right. Honestly, we'll be fine. Bron's coming back in, what, two weeks? A week, two weeks? We'll Maybe. be all right, man. Light work. Honestly, just get us into the playoffs, yeah? That's it. Say no more, man. That's it. Not, yeah, if, if everything stays the way it is, um, you're looking like you'll be having a first-round matchup with Denver, which yeah. should be tasty, which should be a really, really tasty first-round matchup. Not light, man. Come on. Okay, did you see cool. those quotes from, from Gasol? Now, what did you say? He's coming in a bit yeah, spicy, ain't he? Yeah, he was. He's talking about his position in um, um, like the team essentially, and he was like not firing shots, but he was questioning like his minutes because obviously, like now you got a drum and then it. So, and then you got Harold as well. So, I mean, like I mean, you're saying it comes to the playoffs, you're all good, but it's looking a bit Clippers-ish to me. I'm not gonna lie. Allow it, man. <laughs> Allow it. This year. Me, me. doing his thing, and now you got people disgruntled, and me, and you got Drummond. Trying to fight every man. It's looking a bit shaky for the ladies. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, nah, he's, not, not he's, got, he's not making a. It's not an insignificant point that Nii makes. It's not. It's not an insignificant point. But Marcus, so you need to. You need to know who you are. Yeah. Fair enough. I've since I've been critiquing you, you actually had a good stretch of about two games. Yeah. Well done. You need to understand your place in this team. You're gonna get some garbage minutes at hopefully, but by the end of a playoff run where we've where we've blown out a team. Look, just understand your place, bro. Like, I, I don't know what you expected. You can't jump. What are you actually saying? Like, what is that question? Drummond, bro. He's better than Drummond. That's what I'm going to say. No, Marcus Hall's better than Drummond. Are you okay? Drummond's ignore him. Ignore him. Ignore him. Like, Drummond's been doing the role recently, like, especially for the Lakers when AD and LeBron were out here. He's tried to put some on his back. Like, the scoring part, yeah. we don't want to talk about the scoring part, but getting his rebounds and whatnot, he's done some of a job. So, Nah, 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 but I can't like. Kind of, like, yeah. Let's not make it a Lakers fun. No, let's let's move on, please. Because let's not make it a Lakers fun. Yeah, I, pre- I appreciate that, Harold. Because I was just about to, yeah, just yeah, about yeah. to um cut in there. Cool. Um, so looking across the league, I wanted to have a quick conversation with you guys about injuries. I mean, we have this every season, but let me just name some of the players who are currently out uh with injuries for for a variety of different time. Lions, Jamal Murray, James Harden, Kawhi Leonard, Zach Levine, TJ Warren, DeMontis Sabonis, Patrick Beverly, Davis Caldwell Pope, Victor Oladipo, De'Aaron Fox, Chris Boucher, Donovan Mitchell, LeBron James. The names go on and on and on. Um, a lot has been made of injuries and, and how much they've, I guess, somewhat railroaded this season. And I wanted to get you guys' thoughts on that. Um, I'll start with you, Nee, uh, as a team who's, who's been hampered by. Uh, injury this season. We saw that uh, clip going round of Steph and Clay having a moment uh, off off the court uh, a few games ago. Just wanted to get your thoughts on the impact 
injuries have had on this season and, and how much they may have taken away from your enjoyment as a fan? Yeah, it, it's definitely killed a lot of it, like my excitement for the playoffs, um, especially with Denver. Probably the team I follow like close to this um, after the Warriors and the team I just enjoy watching in general. And like, obviously we played the Nuggets on what on Friday, and then you had like Will Barton went down in the first quarter. Yeah. It was like, quite an important piece for the Nuggets, and obviously you got the Murray injury. Um, it kind of makes the whole season and like, everything they've been building up for kind of obsolete. It's now just a case of going to the playoffs and playing as hard as they can and kind of hoping for the best, really, instead of actually trying to make a statement and like, try to make a good like, playoff run. It, it kind of kills the off-season, which we've all been waiting for because the regular season has been kind of a drag, as it has been for most seasons prior to this, but even more so this because of the injuries and COVID and people people like Zach Levine out for two to three weeks because of COVID and um, I'm saying the Aaron Fox. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's all been kind of a drag, to be honest. And like, even from like, the 30th game of the season, I was starting to ask the boys, like, are you guys still enjoying this? Um, and if you look at the NBA ratings, they're down even further from last yeah. year. And and like, last was like a rock bottom for them. And a lot of it's to do with COVID, of course. Um, but I think it's a lot of it to do with the intensity um, in the games as well. There's a lot of blowouts. Um, the defence has been bad. So I think it's something that the league needs to look at and Adam Silver in terms of maybe like making some rule changes to make games a bit more engaging. You can't be having teams scoring 70 points um, in a half on like the regular. Um, so like maybe swing it back a bit more so that defences can actually have more impact in the game. Um, yeah, because it's, it's not been enjoyable in the postseason. If he's going at this rate, it's not going to be fun to watch if half the players are out anyway. Cool. Uh, Shaq, wanted to get your, your thoughts off, off, off the back of what Nii just said. Maybe you're in uh, agreement, maybe you're in disagreement. No, I'm, I agree with like pretty much all of it. Um, injuries have kind of ruined the excitement of basketball, but that's kind of like every year. But this year, it's it was a hard league to watch in the first place. No fans, and no atmosphere, etc. Then you're also going to take great star players. Like you had your you have your Clay Thompson's out. You have, um, as you said, like even Oladipo for Heat. Burns, because you kind of want to see what he does in the system. KD alongside, then Kyrie was out for a bit, then Harden's now out. Um, Mitchell being out. For me, I I guess the excitement of the league has gone down a lot. Um, What then intrigued me was then watching other teams kind of like be on the come up. So Atlanta Hawks try and play a bit better. Then, like, for me, it's like Trey Young being injured. Ah. Then you got uh, Utah having their first good season. In how long? Like really good season. Now Donovan Mitchell's out. Lamelo being out. Like the excitement parts of the set, the exciting parts of the game where it's like I can just watch this team because they're fun have kind of been taken out of the game. So it's really jarring to see in a sense as well. So yeah, it's, I'm I'm just waiting for the playoffs and see what happens there. Like the rest of the season, more time. I still watch it and you get excited, but injuries have taken away a big, big, big part of. Just wanting to watch other random teams rather than watching just one team that you're fixated on watching. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that you made a good point there about the fact that injuries tend to derail every season to an extent. I think uh, champions almost end up being the team that stays healthy um, um, most of the time, and one team or another tends to lose a key piece, which throws them off off track. But I think with everything being so condensed, with the inflated offensive stats as well, you've got back back a man 
shooting 50, 40, 90 from the field. Tons of guys over 20 points per game. Guys having their best defensive seasons ever. Yeah, it, it's watered down the pro- product quite a bit. Um, but like you, Shaq, yeah, I'm looking forward to the playoffs. Some some interesting matchups based on the teams that are going to be there. Um, quickly, just wanted to uh, have a moment to appreciate one of the best uh, young rising stars in the league in Zion Williamson, uh, the fastest player to reach 2,000 points since Michael Jordan. Uh, Harold, did you get your thoughts on the, on the season uh, Zion's having and, and just uh, how, how big of an achievement that is in his young career? Yeah, it's a it's a huge achievement uh, considering that he sparingly played in his in his in his rookie year. He's a phenomenal talent to watch. You know what the the Pelicans are such a are such an interesting team to watch. Like they are, it's entertainment like every night. But but he's at the heart of it all. When, when the ball's in his hand, you know magic is coming. He can he can dish it out. He can dish it out really well. He, that, and that's not too dissimilar to what he did at Duke from his college years. He's coming. He's literally like a pogo stick. He he he. You can get two rebounds, but before your center can grab one, he is unreal. He's unreal. He's 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 brilliant to watch. He's lightning. He's quick. He's strong. He's one of the heaviest guys in the league. Doesn't actually. He needs to drop some pounds in that sense. But no, no. On on a, on a serious note, it is an incredible feat. I think he's. I think he, he keeps at it. He keeps. He's, he needs to sort out his diet and honestly, he needs to drop some pounds because his knees are going to be finished. But it's, but in in some years' time, we'll be looking back, looking out, and be like, oh, this guy, this guy's something special. Um, yeah, Zion Williamson, what what a guy! I mean, he's he's named correctly. That that name Zion fits him very very well. He's been that star player um, in the in, in the Pels team, no doubt. No, yeah, funny. he was coming to like people like Gilbert Arenas and whatnot, saying like he has no skill set. He's not gonna be this. Like if you take away his athleticism, what's he gonna do? And he's coming to a grown man's league. It's not college. Like I'm here. <laughs> no, I mean. Literally, literally, and and don't get me wrong. There's still aspects of his game they needs to work on defense, uh, namely like the, that whole Pelicans team. It's just funny because Stan Van Gundy is meant to be a defensive coach, but he, they don't mind him playing no defense. No. Um, but yeah, um, Zion needs to get his defense up. But it's normal. He's a young player that like, no one wants to defend. When you're young, all you want to do is, is, shoot, is score the basketball, and he's done that quite well. I need him. I want him to exchange, extend his range a little bit more. But that will come with time. But all of the foundations that he has, man said, take away that athleticism. Are you mad? Like, take away LeBron's athleticism. What? What is he? Like, he's just a great IQ. He can like, look at the ball and shoot it. He can look yeah. at the ball and just let it go, bro. Bro, like, it's that's a huge part of his game. And he's he's hanging with the big boys. And he's, he's more than hanging, actually, man. Yeah, great great talent, no doubt. Yeah, uh, um, he, he's unstoppable going to the rim, isn't he? Like, even when they try and force him onto his right-hand side, he'll do the in-out move, gets him, gets him that lane. Um... We've already seen his unprecedented efficiency from the field up there with with um, Shaq in his heyday. So, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to watching this guy continue to grow and the Pelicans try and build a successful team around him. And the first thing we wanted to catch up on, just a little bit of KD news. It seems like he doesn't go a week without doing something that <laughs> uh, that gets him off the court, by the way, mind you, not based on what he's actually doing on the court. But this week, what he's done, um, he liked a tweet saying that Steph Curry needed help to win another title obviously we're talking about his time at uh golden state which he's spoken about uh not quite getting the validation from it that he thought he would do when he he went there so i want to come to you knee just to, to just to get your thoughts um on kd liking that tweet obviously he got the two finals mvps but yeah what, what are your thoughts on that comment and do you know what yeah it's something i talked about of harold like back in the day when he was playing for the warriors and um, he disagreed with me but then i think he finally that like, came around 
a lot of people will look at the Warriors and say, yeah, Steph needed KD. KD's the best player in the Warriors. He was the best player, yes. He's always been better than Steph. But Steph was the most important player in the Warriors. And I think what really bothered KD um, was the fact that it's always Steph's team. Like, regardless of how much better than he was than him, two-way player, better scorer, et cetera, et cetera, the system was Steph and the Warriors, like, was Steph like this. Like, the fans were most reactive to Steph. He was just everything about the Bay. Um, and I think that maybe bothered KD and probably why he left and like, why he didn't feel like the validation or like the, or, like, the satisfaction from winning those championships. Because like you remember that summer after he won his first, he was on Twitter making burner accounts, talking bad on Westbrook and his former teammates and like, on Billy Donovan. It kind of just shows that he didn't get the satisfaction that he thought he would get from winning that championship. Maybe because he knew that he wasn't the centerpiece um, that he wanted to be. I'm not really too sure, but um, I know that Steph doesn't probably really care about any of this or feel away. He's got his championships. He doesn't really need the validation of KD or the league or whatever. So I think it speaks more to KD than it does to Steph, to be honest, or or the team, whatever. Yeah, I think if I remember from earlier in the season, if I quote Steph, it's like, I've got nothing left to prove but much more to achieve. So, yeah, he, he's at peace with his legacy. If he, if he retired today, he goes down as a Hall of Famer, probably one of the 15 to 20 best players we've seen in this league. And considering where he came from, um, that's that's not bad. That's, that's not bad. Two-time MVP, one-time unanimous, three titles. Um, yeah, but but we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. Let's talk about some of the team's players who, who are currently uh, enjoying a bit of a hot streak in the NBA. Let's start over in Boston. I'm sure you've got your eye on them very firmly at the moment, Shaq, and a certain Jason Tatum who's uh, suffered the effects of long COVID. So I believe he, he had COVID around the January, December, January, February sort of time. And, and what he revealed recently is that he's still using an inhaler before games and he's still actually Insane. suffering from the... yeah. Still actually suffering from the long-term effects of having had COVID. But um, in the midst of all that, um, he's playing, you'd probably say, the best basketball of his career. Last 13 games, he's averaging uh, 29.5 points a game, 51% from two-point range, 3% from three, uh, 91% from the line. Uh, had a fantastic duel with Steph last week, uh, Nee. I'm sure you, you caught that. Didn't quite end how you liked, but, you know, great game for the neutral. <laughs> Boston at seven, seven uh, wins, three losses in their last 10 games. Um, I know they're very much a mess. Yas makes us aware almost daily. But um, let, let's take a moment to appreciate, again, one of the premier young talents in the game in Jason Tatum, Shaq. Um, any any thoughts? Be uh, nice. You know, Tatum is so cold. And I feel, like, I've, I've even campaigned saying, like, Yas doesn't give him enough credit. Mm. I love watching him play. And even to it, so like people compare him to Jaden Brown. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Like we know whose team it is. I wouldn't personally. I wouldn't say it's the best basketball of his career because that first playoff showing, even though the stats weren't there, like the effects of him on a court were a bit better. Um, but again, like Celtics are just a very ugly team to watch. They've had their little eight and two. I think eight and two. Is it eight and two? They are in the last ten games or eight nine and one. I think it's eight and two. Like, it is yeah, eight and two. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're having a nice little streak. Um, enjoy it. We'll see them in the play-ins. But, like... Will we? Yeah, he's going to go go above them. They're going to be seventh. Oh, season. oh my God. Oh, don't worry about <laughs> it. <man. laughs> but, um... <laughs> 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 oh, no, my God. I, I've, got, I've got them seven, seven and three in their last ten, uh, going off NBA.com. 
Um, we'll, we'll go with that rather than Lord Harold. Um, yes. <laughs> oh, no, oh shit! No, no, they lost against the Nets yesterday. My bad, my bad, my bad. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Before that, before that, they were eight and two, though. Allow yeah, me, allow yeah. me, allow me, allow me. Yeah, they were eight and two. Yeah, they were. Allow me one yeah, game. Go on, go on, go on, go on. Yeah, no. Again, like I give them the credit. They've had a nice streak. Um, they're just very ugly to even when they're winning. They're just ugly to watch. They're not an entertaining team. Um, but Jason Tatum is just a cold one, and people will sleep on his talent because he plays in a boring team. So, yeah. yeah, cool. <laughs> Harold, I don't know if you wanted to add anything. Nope, I've got nothing to add about about the. Oh, ouch, ouch. Okay, nah, nah. I got something to say about Tatum. Yeah, now, yeah, I, go, go, go I just want to show Shaq was finished then, but like to be honest, yeah, just not speaking Tatum, he's a good player. And I, and I think he has, does get overly frustrated with him, but probably more so because it's his team. So mm. he sees the flaws and he wants him to be better than he is now. So obviously his team benefits. But um, what I've laughed from Tatum recently is that um, he's passing out of the doubles better and he's making he's making better reads offensively, which in turn makes the whole Celtics such a better team in general. Because sometimes a problem with him that he had last year in the bubbles playoff against the, against the Raptors and against the Heat is that he was getting trapped easily um, he wasn't making early enough reads and he was losing possession of the ball. He was forcing up bad shots. Um, but if he can make these reads and attack zones better, um, then it, it, it makes everything easier for the Celtics. And I think Kemba is maybe benefiting from that. He's been playing a lot better recently as well. That's part of the reason why the Celtics have been better. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how Jalen Brown comes back and how they kind of mesh together. Because I think Brown and Tatum... Sorry, um, yeah, I'm played like pretty well together, but I don't think they actually like play together. Even know what I mean in terms of like a duo. It's more like your turn, my turn, and and you mentioned his, you mentioned um, playing out of double teams better. His shot selection hasn't improved. He he has some of the worst shot selection in the league. Uh, he makes them, so you can't complain. But it's like make things easier for yourself, bro. You don't have to just like. Step, footwork, 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 <laughs> like slivering out to create your inch of space to get your, your shot off. When he when he's able to negotiate um a couple of easier points a, a game, his points per game will probably go up a bit more from his yeah, 25 sure. uh, points per game average he currently has for this season. Also, Evan Fournier to return. Um, mm. so they, they signed him yeah. from the Magic and he, and he just played a few games, I think, and he went down. And, and he's and, yeah, and, he, and he's come he's come back. So, yeah, the, the Celtics are not. Mm. I'm not expecting much from them, but if they can get fit, maybe, maybe, because it's been a, it's been a bad season. Maybe what? Season. Maybe what? Maybe they're a pesky team in the playoffs. They're not going to do right. anything. Come on, yeah, give a bit of respect. Let, come, it's Kemba Walker, bro. Like, no, <laughs> it's, it's not happening. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you love no respect, man. But I not can't blame you. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's cool. No worries at all, man. Thank you for that, boys. Uh, the next team I wanted to talk about um, over in the West, uh, the Phoenix Suns, uh, 42 and 17, second best record in the West. They're also 7 of 3 in the last 10 games. Um, yeah. If you, mind, Mariah, Mariah, if, if, if you don't mind, I, I want to just chat about CP3 really quick. I just want to say, I, I ain't got a problem with that. I saw you know some that. stats quickly, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to swing it back to you, but I thought, let me, let me, just, let me just tee you up about CP3. <laughs> yeah. So, <clears throat> Chris Paul. Before he joined the Charlotte Hornets, they were a 22% winning team. As he as he joins, they're a 46% winning team. 
He joins the Clippers. They're thirty. They're thirty-nine percent team winning team before he leaves. Well, sorry, he joins. They're a sixty-one percent team before he joins the Rockets. Sixty-seven percent winning team. After he joins the Rockets, at eighty percent winning team. Before he joins the Thunder, sixty percent winning team. After he after he joins a sixty-one. But anyway, moving on. Uh, the Suns. <laughs> the Suns. Before he joins the Suns, they're forty-six percent winning team, and now they're a seventy-two percent winning team. The C three free effect, ladies and gentlemen. Howard, can I ask you a question quickly? Go. Who's their best player? Devin Booker. Then talk about him, not CP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Devin Booker was leading them to, you know, 10th places. You know so what I mean? We're going to talk about the difference. Um, but yeah, in all, in all seriousness. In the bubble with the slide. Yeah, in all, in all seriousness. Um, yeah, he, he he plays winning regular season basketball. People will talk about his, his playoff legacy. I, I would not um, forget that or necessarily forgive some of his shortcomings. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Just like Shaka said, they'll go as far as Devin Booker takes them in the playoffs. So um, it'll be interesting to see what they can put together. I think DeAndre Ayton, we've spoken about him multiple times uh, this season, just in terms of him being, just needing a bit more gusto, just needing a bit more urgency yeah. in his game. Uh, I've caught a couple of games here and there, and he, and he seemed a bit more urgent um, on the offensive end. What we do know about him, he will defend well. Uh, and he'll put the effort in on that end. So it'll be interesting to to see what they come up with. They don't, like we've said on previous pods, they don't really have any bad players on their roster. They tend to have at least solid NBA players. Um, again, I see them probably second round exit. Don't think they'll have any anything to beat the premier premier teams in the in the West. But I'm 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 happy to be incorrect in that regard. But we'll keep it. We'll keep an eye on them. The Clippers are right on their heels in regards to that number two seed. But to be honest with you, with the Lakers being on the other side of the of of the playoff seeding, it's all about trying to avoid LA, really, isn't it? Um, and depending on if where you 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 catch them, it could be the difference between a second rounder and a conference final. And you know, in those scenarios, just making that conference final. Paints your picture, uh, paints your season in a completely different picture uh, from what the reality may may necessarily be. Cool, thank you for that, Harold. Uh, let's talk about Denver. Obviously, as we've mentioned, Jamal Murray's gone down injured. Um, they were definitely a team that I was looking at to probably be the main rivals to LA Lakers in terms of coming out of the West. Um, but despite that, they've gone four and one since since Jamal Murray went down. Um, they lost to Steph. And the Warriors the other night, Nee, I'm sure to your to your delight, uh, Harold. Let, let's talk about the Denver Nuggets, and I, I guess without their second best player, what are um, reasonable expectations for them this postseason? Now, second round exit. Who would they who would they match up with? Let me see. Let's see. Lakers first with. round currently. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. First round oh, exit. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, for real, on a real, I feel for them. I feel for them because they, they, they're they're, they're smart. They're smart in the market. They, um, they brought they brought in uh, Aaron Gordon, and he was like, okay, you know what? He, he looked like he was enjoying it. He was absolutely loving life. Well, he still is loving life playing with Nikola Jokic. The, some of the things that they were doing, they were passing to each other under the rim. It was like guys like behave. Like you look, you look like like get a room, literally. And obviously, he had Jamal Murray look like he's actually trying to just play some decent basketball in the regular season, which is unlike him. Um, well, more I say, I say that more consistent, uh, good basketball in the regular season. Uh, you got your MPJ as well. It looks like he's finding his feet. He's a bit hot and cold. I can't lie, but look, they yeah, were hot recently, man. Yeah, really, I mean, you're, yeah. I, really, you're a harsh critic, but I, I, I don't he's in my most improved. Huh? 
I don't think he's hot and cold at all. I think he's actually quite consistently going to give you at least 15 points and good defense. Yeah, solid defense. Mm. I wouldn't go as far as to call it good now, but when we think where, where he was last year, uh, where he basically at times couldn't even come on the floor because teams constantly exposed him, he's contributing defensively um, to, to, to helping this team. And offensively, he can shoot from all over the court, man. He can light it up. And when he gets hot, he, he, he's a problem, man. So obviously with Jamal out, He's probably going to look to get more touches and, and and see what he can do. But I think, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Harold. Without Jamal there, it's gonna it's gonna be very tough for them to really make any noise this season. Even Which with is Jamal, a real, it's real shame. Exit, I can't lie. Huh? Sorry. Even with Jamal, even with Jamal, it's the first round exit. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm I, sorry. I, I, like, what I wouldn't different? go that far for sure. No, no, no. You you come up against the Lakers first round. It's a first round exit. I mean, it's a different story if they have Murray, bro. It, it wouldn't be that easy. I mean, I, I, I mean, we literally saw that last year, bro. I mean, the the Nuggets have gotten better, no? Yeah, and the Lakers haven't I, gotten better. No, you haven't. Uh, okay, say that. Say that. Cool, 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 cool. Say that. I, I don't think you disagree. To be honest with you, <laughs> I do. I do disagree. You think you've gotten better? Yeah, we have. Let's not turn this into a Lakers exactly. pod, man. Exactly. Yeah, That wasn't me backing out. It's just like... All right, okay, so you know it. Yeah. <laughs> we can get into the Lakers. I'll crimes one day. It's okay, Yeah, bro. he will. Probably man, Shaq is saying that, yeah? Say it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, let, let's have a quick conversation. Um, let's call it MVP check-in. So, um, for, for me, it's a, it's a, it's a one-man race at the moment, Nikola Jokic. But um, there's a conversation still going on, Nikola Jokic, Joel Embiid. And like I said at the top of the pod, Nii has somehow managed to get Steph Curry in these conversations uh, about being the MVP. Shaq, uh, I saw your face when I said it was a ma- one-man race. So I'll come to you first to get your thoughts. Um, seventh seed, fourth seed, first seed. It's Embiid. Oh, second seed, sorry. Uh, for, uh, for me, seeding of your team also counts in these races. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to see Steph Curry yeah. even in the competition. It, your team's just about 500. And you've also had games where, what was it the game the other day when he dropped down like one and nine from three or something like that? Like you've, you're hot and cold, and you're seventy. You're defensively, you're terrible. Um, Who's hot and cold? Steph. Steph. Wait a second. So, um, you're going to call? Um, you just said um, MPJ was consistent, yeah. And you're going to come here yeah. and say that Steph is yeah. hot and cold. Steph, Steph lead his team to a win is hot and cold. Thank you. <laughs> I'm laughing it. Embiid cold. This whole season on offense and defense. Obviously, injuries might take into play where you start doing your rankings and votings and whatnot. There's no and might, Jok- bro. It does. Jokic hasn't missed a game. I hear that still, but like Embiid's, we know Embiid's injury prone. Like, we but, know but that doesn't matter, bro. That doesn't actually matter. Jokic hasn't missed a game. Denver How are many games did he miss? What, eight? No, I think it's 18 or something like that. No, he missed 18. And um, they went, I think they went nine and nine without him. Which, and which, if, which does help his cause, to be fair. With it him, doesn't, because if they're a 500 team without him, then you question, is he really that pivotal to that team? Like, I'm well, I mean, yeah, because if they're, if, they're, if, they're, if, if they're a 500 team for the season, that has them as a 8th or ninth seed in, in the East, and he has them as a second seed. So, you know, yeah. I think that I think that's, that's very valuable, don't you? It is, but I'm saying, like, like normally when you take at the MVP of a team, like you see, maybe with like LeBron or like Steph, they're like a below 500 team. Like, I'm um, they're severely 
much worse without uh, the I disagree. Okay, I'm going to disagree. I think I think MVP of the team is probably a, um, a fringe playoff team. If we're going off what Shaq is saying historically, that you have to be at one of the top teams, taking off the top player, if the team is not able to at least be a fringe playoff team, then yeah, I, I can't think of a person who's, who's, who's had that level of influence of a team where without them, the team goes from being the best team in their conference to a fringe playoff team. Um, Literally, not Steph. LeBron James. Yeah. And Steph this season. <laughs> And the Warriors are one and seven without Steph this year. Look, look, yeah. That's, that's, I without Steph, that's without Steph and Clay. Like, let's yeah. not forget your Clay yeah. Thompson. So, no, 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 no. Well, Clay hasn't played this season. I, I'm talking about this season, like, as it stands right now. And look, yeah, yeah. I wasn't going to make a case for Curry. I don't actually seriously think that Curry is going to be MVP. Um, my vote has been Jokic all season. But if you're going to use the nine and nine narrative for Embiid, if you look at Steph and you see that his team's been one and seven without him, um, that's not a whole more waiting towards his race for um, MVP. No, 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 it just means okay. that um, Steph made a, a trash team or the worst team in the league without him a a, a fringe playoff team, and B well makes a fringe a fringe playoff team um one of the best teams in the conference. It depends how much you rate that valuableness. Making a shit team average or making a average team great. It depends who you ask, which one they're driving more. And then if you talk about influence on both ends of the court, yeah, go on, um, Shaq. I don't think I'll come and say from Bede is like this. Like, I might be because they both play center, I'm in the post, I'm putting in some work, I pass it out. Like, if I pass it out to my second best player, I'm passing it to the perimeter of Ben Simmons. You're passing it to Jamal Murray, who's dangerous in more areas of that side as well. How about Tobias Harris? I'm passing it to Ben Simmons. He's passing to Seth Curry. That's who he's passing to. No, it's passing to Seth, who has his, who is good and has had his games as well, but here and there. Tobias Harris is having the season of his life. He's having a season of his life, and he's still okay. He's no, he's better than okay. Respect, no, no respect, respect Tobias Harris, please. Yeah, have some respect, man. He's a top thirty player in the league. Uh, this season, yes, yes, yeah. I'm yeah. Say yes. What and he's all right? Mark, right? Twenty to thirty, twenty to thirty range, twenty-five yeah, yeah, to thirty yeah. range. Yeah, Jamal Murray's higher than that. Agreed. Like he, he's got a better supporting cost to an extent, and it's his, it's his kind of team. You know what I'm saying? Like Joe, yo, that team is built perfect for Jokic. You got people Bro, that can crack. Yeah, he's the best player. Back. Shaq. We played about 60 right. games in the NBA, yeah? Joel Embiid mm-hmm. has missed, missed 19. That's like a third of the games. All Jokic right. has played every single minute of everyone, not every single minute, but he's played every single game, bro. Yeah, the second most minutes in the league. This year. That's influence, man. You can't ignore that. You he's, bro, and come on. He's, bro, he's, he's, right, he's, he's, he's right at the top of, of, of most rankings. Bro, he's, he's the guy. I hear, I hear what you're saying. I agree, but my team is second seed, bro. Yes, I, I hear you. Denver, Denver of of fourth of fourth in the West. Jokic is top of is top top of the PR rating. Yeah, that guy is he is he is the solar system. I know I know it's such a such a such a cringy such a cringy thing to say, but he is Denver. Like, he is, Denver sorry to interject. Denver and the seventy sixers have the exact same record. There like, you go. I literally googled <laughs> that. There you go. <laughs> exact same Thank record. You. It just so happens that one's playing in the East and one's playing in the West. Exactly. It like, doesn't matter. When, when you factor in all those things, like, I think it's, it's very difficult for me not to give it to Jokic. Look at Shaq's face. <laughs> 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 
you have the same record and you've played every game. Okay. That's, that's because true. that's because Philly are a great team, even without a lead. No, they're not. They're they're not him, and like, they have one of the best second units in the league, and like, and they're one of the best, even not the best defensive team in the league as well. And uh, Embiid is a very, very, very big factor into them being the, the best defensive team in the league. Of course, and of course. He is, but then and the Wings have some of the best wing defenders in the league. If it's My of Embiid, anyway. Even if you play, like, if, let's say you're on offense, you're playing Philadelphia. You you say, you know what, I'm going to shoot this three because I don't really want to go inside against Embiid. His influence this season, like, I don't even know what the conversion rate is for teams inside the paint against Philadelphia. But big man team when he's there, it's definitely going to be a, lo- a little bit lower. Shut, we have shut, to shut, 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 think of it like this: is mm-hmm. he's is the is the distance between what you have of Embiid and Jokic great enough to subsidize for the fact that he's missed a third of the games? Yes. Are you for real? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on, please. That's let's fine. No, this is why we have these conversations. We'll leave it there. <laughs> Um, we, I, we all disagree, but that's absolutely fine. I'm, I'm always interested here, um, opposing opinions. For me, if they both played the same amount of games, it would be Jokic, uh, Embiid without a doubt. It's only because Embiid missed, missed that time that, that Jokic, I feel. And not just Embiid, all the other guys who are in the conversation, James Harden, Giannis Antetokounmpo, LeBron James, they've all um, they've all fallen by the wayside. Um, so, yeah, Jokic, the MVP so far for me. Um, great. So let's let's talk about a, a couple of other teams before we wrap up. Uh, let's call them the other guys. Um, we'll start with the Los Angeles Clippers. They're nine of one in their last ten games. Uh, third in the West, chasing down the Suns, just a just a game behind them. So Chris Paul, keep your eyes open. Uh, let's talk about a specific player on the Clippers too. A certain Mr. Paul George. Uh, last eight games, he's averaging thirty three points a game, eight rebounds. Five assists, another one who's shooting 52% from the field, 45% from three, and 92% from the free throw line. Um, they flattered to deceive all season. They made some um, acquisitions, trade deadline, Rajon Rondo uh, being the most prominent. Um, is anybody revising their opinion on the Clippers? Because at present, they look like they're set up for a rematch with um, Dallas in, in the first round. Um, anybody revising their opinion on the Clippers or, or still not yet convinced? I see I think... some glimmers of hope there. Um, like, and to be honest, like, I think I said a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about them, um, I think that the fact they traded Lou Williams and they just have one of those type of guards in Reddy Jackson now has made things a little easier for them. Like They have a, like a clear identity. Um, Luke Kennard has been better. Um, I like Terrence Mann coming off the bench. He injects a lot of pace and he dives to the rim a lot, which opens up their spacing a bit more. And I know we're talking about Rondo and we were all a bit underwhelmed, but that's probably because um, in comparison to other point guards that were um, in talks with the Clippers, it was kind of hard not to be underwhelmed when you had someone like Lonzo and other point guards in talks as well. But I think now we've seen him settle into the team for a bit. Um, we can see what he brings to the team and he just makes them so much more dynamic um, offensively. It's not so much just them doing pick and rolls and I'm trying to hit a lot of jump shots. A lot of more players are cutting to the rim now and you can see that's all coming from Rondo. He's kind of like, I'm orchestrating the offense. So I think it makes them, it makes them a more interesting team in the playoffs. Um, I, I think for the guard positions, they've got a good mix um, in terms of scoring from Jackson, 
in terms of just like playmaking ability and like that veteran presence from Rondo. And then they got the defensive sturdiness from Beverly. You can kind of bring a sort of intensity to the team. So I think the Clippers are much more interesting prospect this year. And I think the fact they've gone under the radar a bit, um, I think it probably helps their cause. I think the chemistry has improved a bit as well. So I think the Clippers, it'd be interesting to see what they're doing in the playoffs um, and if we finally get the matchup we wanted against the Lakers this year. I think before we get into like the playoffs chat about the Lakers, yeah, I mean about the Clippers, sorry. Um, and this, this is going to sound even even worse because of the way I was slating uh, the Lakers right at the top of this pod. But I've got, I got a lot of good things to say about the Los Angeles Clippers, as I have done throughout the season, actually. Um, first of all, throughout the month of April, they're 11 and 2. Uh, over, over the course of the season, they're 42 and 9. They are number one in offensive rating throughout the season. Paul George, there needs to be a discussion on him because he is possibly playing some of his best basketball I've seen since Indiana. He is in his last games, he's averaging 33 points, five rebounds and eight, re sorry, eight rebounds and five assists uh, a game on 52% shooting from the field and 45% from the three. I just repeated the stats I said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that you were. I just repeated the stats Mariah, I said. Mariah, you need to understand, I've I prepared for this podcast today. I'm going to reel out my stats, yeah? That's no, I'm not letting my numbers go to waste. I don't care if I will read it again. Yeah, there's nothing worse than prepping that actually you, you're like going to somebody else is just reeling off the stuff. <laughs> I was so angry. Oh man, I was like, I was like, my whole entire flow anyway. 92% from, from the line. You guys haven't heard that before. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Um. As amazing as Steph Curry has been in April, and he has been absolutely sensational, under the radar, Paul George has been brilliant as well. Uh, six of those eight games I was, I was just referencing there for his, um, for his, his points totals were without um, his co-star in Kawhi Leonard. He has only, in the, in the last eight games, he has only gone below 30 points in one of those games. And in that one game, he still went 23, 6 and 6 and 8 or something like that, shooting about 50% from, from the field again in a blowout victory against uh, Minnesota on just 26 minutes. Like, he's playing some great basketball on both sides of the court. Um, yeah, they're, they're, then the thing is about the Clippers, yeah? Everyone can shoot, bruv. They're the complete opposite of the of the Lakers, which is so funny. Everyone can shoot. Reggie Jackson shooting fifty one percent. Terrence Mann, Batum, Kennard, Kawhi, PG. Everyone can shoot in this team, yeah. And they're shooting absolute lights out, guys. Absolute lights out. As a team, they're the best three point shooting team in the, in the league. Forty two percent behind them is is Milwaukee on 30, 39 and a half. They are playing great basketball. And you, you see Ty Lue in his press conferences. You always see him take about... And you see it when you watch them. They always give up a good look for a great look. They always do it. You, you see them all be like, okay, open free from Batum. He'll swing it to Reggie Jackson. There we go. A great look. They they love that. The great movement of the team. But now... In fact, no, before, before I shit on them, look, I've got one more good thing to say. They're shooting so well from free. I, I was doing some bit of re reading on this. Shooting so well from free... That they are um, in NBA history, they're second right now um, in three point percentage behind the 96 97 uh, Charlotte Hornets team and just ahead of the 14 15 knees Golden State team or 15 16 rather. Now, as great as they are on offense, only 11th uh, rate in, in, in defense. And my fear for them is a couple of things. Like Neil was talking about their mentality, but we can't really judge that as yet. It's an intangible. We need to see the playoffs, right? Another thing is the size. So you've got Ibaka. 
You've got Zubak. Marcus Morris has played the five a couple of times as well. Boogie Cousins is now there as well. They come up against their their um their nemesis in uh um in 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 the Lakers. They can't bang with 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 AD and Drummond. Oh, or, or or should I say uh Kareem Abdul Drummond? <laughs> they can't they can't bang they can't bang with them. That's my worry for them. And also another interesting thing I I saw out of that amazing three point list that um the, I just I read out well I didn't read out but the likes of the, the Hornets the they themselves the Clippers Golden State etc. Only the 70, 72 and ten um, Chicago Bulls team from the from the ninety five ninety six season actually went on to win a chip. Read into that, whatever, like however you like, but shooting from the three doesn't necessarily guarantee some playoff success. But they are playing very well, so well done. I don't so, think I mean, you, you gave us all those stats. You gave us all those stats. That was fantastic, Harold. Um, what do you think of them? Do you actually believe in them? Do you see them as a team that can win in the West? Uh, no, I don't believe it. I do think they'll actually. I do, <laughs> that's, that's outrageous, isn't it? I'm actually terrible, I do think, I do think though that they will reach the first Western Conference final the first time in their whole lives. So that would be that would be a positive. That's that, will, that progression. That sure. No, it's progression for sure. Like I just say with the Clippers, because of last year, I don't care what you're doing right now. You have that's, to that's show me. One, and same with Paul George, big man, do it in a regular season, but I don't care. Calls himself uh, yeah, playoff sure. P, not not yeah, regular sure. season P. You're I, right, you're if right. If he in, I need to see. I'm not. I'm not singing no praises. You're not getting no attention. I might not even watch you on my league pass. Like bun you lot. I don't <laughs> care until you do the playoffs. When you do it there, then we can talk. Because like it's just we were scared of you last year. The whole league was scared of you last year. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Pat Beverly running around like, yeah, cool. Lou Will, Lemon Pepper. Like, cool. Lemon Pepper. And then, <laughs> and then you capitulate. So we're like, nah. So now you have to actually prove yourself. It's one of them ones like, you you made a claim of we're here. You done the, our stock just went up whilst you in a casino and that. Your stock went down last season. Now you have to show us why the stock is there again. Like, it's just one of them ones. So, Agreed. Again, I don't care if it's not playoffs. They're doing it well, though. Care. To be fair, Shaq on them, like they are, they got they're not speaking that well. I mean, Paul George has been quite honest about things actually, um, which which I think a lot of people will respect. Um, they're not they're not going crazy like they were what, that they want. So I think I think they've learned from from last year. Yeah. So, but again, again, if it's not the playoffs, I don't I don't care about them at all. Like yeah. seriously, zero yeah. percent. Unless they they do a trade which we can't do anymore and get another. I don't care. I don't care what you do. Like zero percent, I don't care. I think you're putting too much stock into Drummond, Harold. That, that's the second time you mentioned this pod. That's, <laughs> that's two. That's two times too many. I mean, so the Clippers can't bang because they're gonna have AD and Drummond. I don't think AD, Drummond, and LeBron will be in the same floor together, bro. That why not? What? Wait, 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 wait. Why not? Huh? What? Well, number one, that the spacing of my face. AD can give you space. Are you okay? Huh? Yeah, no, Drummond is not. I said Drummond, bro. Drummond. I mean, that's. Drummond's coming a... off. Drummond's coming off, man. Yeah, and then defensively, all shooting, they're going to smoke him out. That's light. What are you doing? What? I, I don't mm. understand. Nee, look, how we end, fair enough. We normally like to end with AD at the five. Calm. But Drummond, you're going to be tying out all these, man, from, from the first three quarters. You need to understand, yeah, look, when when you got Bron in your team, yeah, things will work out, yeah? All right, nah, nee? We'll see it. We'll see it. Yeah? AD, there, that's a screen, bro. That's that's you know a big I mean? screen. 
Oh, okay. I don't want to talk about the Lakers like, like this range. Like, we're not talking about the Lakers. Stop talk, mentioning the Lakers. Focus, focus on Texas. You mentioned the Lakers. You I mentioned. I don't know why you You're mentioned the team. What, <laughs> why are you mentioning Drummond some sort of like centerpiece? He's not a king, he is, bro. bro. He's, 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 he's the anchor, my guy. He is a good piece to have in certain situations. You keep mentioning him that he's like some all star center. Relax. Oh my god, okay, he's 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 a two time, two he's a role player, he's a situational player. Yeah, bro, that was the old days, man. Oh my days, allow it. You know what I'm about the old days? They're the old days, absolutely. Anyway, um, so just to finish up, let's talk about the New York Knickerbockers, OB's New York Knickerbockers, currently on a nine game winning streak, 34 and 27 in the east. Uh, uh, in the fourth uh, seed, just about because Atlanta and the Celtics are right on them. Um, Julius Randle has been cooking up a storm, supported by RJ Barrett and friends. Um, RJ Barrett's actually good. Who would have thunk it? Yeah, no, man. One year in the seat, one year in the league, one year in the league, and guys want to rule a kid out, man. Would you say Shaq said yeah. he's not? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> Because <laughs> <laughs> yes, the other thing is, look, one year we ruled him out, and now he's having what half a year, two thirds of a year. You guys are trying to rule him back in. I'm ruling him out. No, 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 he's good. He's good. Oh, wait, hold he's on, good. hold on. So, you take more from a guy being less experienced in the league than a guy playing more and his performance improving, getting more experience, the game slowing down for him. Um, come on, Shaq, man. You can't you can't say he's a he's a good player. I'm I'm taking Tyler Herring. Oh, well, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough, man. See you think Tyler Hero over flipping James Harden with you, kids, bro? <laughs> you make me I sick, did. man. I did. That's boss moves, bro. That's boss moves. <laughs> do you know? Do you know what? Yeah, look. We're supposed to be talking about your stupid heat, yeah. But you told me ne- next time you come in, yeah. Next time you come on the pod, they'll be in the in the top four seats. You make me so. Why are you moving your shoulder like that? You make me uh, so sick. That's, that's that work, bro. That's that work, bro. Don't worry. About, don't worry about us. We're good over here. It's all right. Where's James Harden? Hamstring. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Shaq, you, you're so funny, man. But yeah, let's, let's, talk, let's talk about the New York Knicks. Um, hell of a job by Tibbs. Uh, hell, of a, hell of a season from Julius Randle. Um, I'm really not expecting them to do anything in the playoffs. But we are actually taking New York basketball serious again for the first time in a long time. And I think with that, they even become an attractive free agent destination. Um, I think they just need a couple of pieces... They need some. They need some floor spacing. They need some. They need some floor spacing. That offense at times can be ugly as hell. If they can get one or two shooters to play around Julius and 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 RJ, then then we might be talking. Yeah. I give New York their credit because I used to actually say that they're the worst franchise to ever exist in NBA besides Charlotte Bobcats because. They, they were just doing everything wrong. But this year, they've not made a bad move for about two years. They got rid of Pazingas. Um, oh, it's a good thing Obi's not here. But um, <laughs> they got rid of Pazingas. It worked out. They're doing well. I, I like Quickly. Quickly looks like he's a good player. I actually um, like seeing him get minutes as well. But again, it's one of them ones where... Were they, what, fourth seed, I believe? Yeah, yeah, they're fourth seed. Can you imagine? Yeah. Good luck in the playoffs, bros. Enjoy this. Enjoy what you have now. 
Like, enjoy the season, but I don't see it. I don't see people still saying, oh, let me go to New York on a free agency now. I don't ever see it happening. Don't you? Right now they're matched up against the Hawks in the first round, if everything Hawks, stays the same. Okay, Hawks are going out because Trey Young's not there, most likely, how I see it. But for me, it's like, who in free agency would you say is a person they should sign to take them over that edge? Free agency, yeah. Or even even if a trade, like, who would you think, what, like, I feel like a, what, Kemba Walker or something might be a good piece for them to Listen, up. Like, yeah, yeah. They, they they don't really have uh well I like quickly, but for some reason Tibbs not really playing in much. Um he prefers um D Rose, obviously, who's come recently. Forgot my man's name, it was there. Peyton. Um uh Alfred Peyton. Peyton, he I think he prefers him as well, but I think he's out injured. Um I think they need a pop up, I think they need, he needs a point that he's actually gonna believe in. They also, they also need some shooters, man. You can't you gotta have a whole team of forwards, and this team is ridiculous. DeMar DeRozan, DeMar DeRozan. Guys, look, it's progress, to be honest. DeMar DeRozan in, in the Knicks is basically <laughs> probably a terrible trade because the spacing is going to be even worse. Yeah, the, yeah, the spacing, but he's a bucket, though. He's a bucket. Yeah, he's, a, he's, a, he's a bucket, but the, the spacing is their main problem at the moment. They've got buckets at the moment. I'd say if you need spacing... And Evan, that, Evan Fournier is available. That, that's, a good, that's a good pick. Like, I'd say yeah. you maybe get a trade maybe for like a Rosier or something like that. There's, there's pieces you can get, but I don't see them getting taken over an edge yet. They still got some draft picks they can fundle with, like Laurie Markinen's available. Chris no, Dunn, no, not Chris Dunn. Sorry, no, no, never mind me. Um, yeah, no, it's, Wayne uh, Ellington as well from the from the Pistons. He has no. issues. Well, issues. Yeah. Well, I know as well. I definitely Lonzo son, has he? Lonzo would be a good pick for them, you know. That's true. Know. That's true, but yeah, Listen, I, I, man, I this season they actually are going out, and they they want to see things where it's actually kind of decent to watch. Like I like watching Randall do his thing. He's kind of like a Zion type player as well, so to an extent. With a bully ball, yeah, bully ball, but he likes to shoot on like Zion, and he has exceptional defense. He actually enjoys playing defense. You ain't getting getting past him. All those minutes <laughs> don't have an effect on him, you know. He's, he's by feet. far the most by far, he's missed one game this season, if I'm not mistaken. He's got he's by far the most minutes in the league. But it, it doesn't affect him. He just comes out like Brad. He comes out brand new. You rarely see him play badly on on both on both sides of, of the court. He's he's, he's I can't lie. I, I, I didn't see this coming from Julius Randle, man. He, he, he definitely caught me um unaware. He's playing I well. I the podcast of Woj the other day that he was on, and he was talking about um like his past failures essentially kind of like spurring him on, and that like how it was like a match made in heaven that like Tibbs coming because it it's something that holds him accountable. And he was saying, just talking about how he wants to be a better leader. So I think this is like something that he wants. So when you've got your players that buy into this, it's not really a problem about the minutes if you're going to play. I mean, well, you know, like most elite coaches say that the minutes played is like a, it's like a mental thing, like tiredness is a mental thing. Mm. And that if you're focused, you'll play through it. And I mm. think that like him and RJ Barrett have played the most minutes in the league. I think Jokic is second, actually, and, and like RJ is third. But um, yeah, it's just like the Tibbs. Just like no, the it's, tibs not, yeah. it's not, actually. Huh? Uh, Randall, Harrison Barnes, Dame, they're the oh, and Van, Van like, most minutes played. I'm um, RJ Barrett's third. Oh, you mean most minutes? Oh, I think meant yeah, uh, yeah. average minutes, oh. yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, it's that I think they've bought into like, um, like the Tibbs way of playing, and it's easy to do that when your team's been kind of like meddling in the shitness. You can bring in the coach, you can get defensive, that grit and ground thing kind of going. And like, I know you guys are saying it's not really a destination at the moment, but. 
you kind of got to build your franchise from somewhere. And the yeah. Knicks have been lurking in like the deep waters for time. So if they can build on this, maybe get Alonzo next season, and then you kind of see when free agency rolls around in 2023 or something like that. Um, and you just kind of build from there. But like they're building the good bases now. So I think it's been a good season for the Knicks, to be honest. I agree. They're building. They're building a culture. They're building a culture. I, I'm actually. I disagree with Shaq. I think they are a free agent destination now. Um, people see what they're doing, and players want to play with good players, man. Yep. So we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes for them. So, <laughs> want to thank you guys for your time this afternoon, Nee, Shaq, Harold. A pleasure as always. I thoroughly enjoyed that pod. Um, listeners, check it out. Subscribe to the YouTube if you haven't subscribed. The visuals will be up from tomorrow. Um, Hop onto our Discord. We've got Discord watch alongs, and we're only going to do more as we get closer and closer to the playoffs. And if, if you're feeling that way inclined, sign up as a patron. We'll be producing more exclusive content again as we get closer and closer to the playoffs. And with that being said, lads, enjoy the rest of your day. See you later, man. Peace. 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 Sports Social Podcast Network.